Welcome to Bruin Source. This is Isaiah. This is Ed. And we are recording here on Tuesday, February 25th. And in the midst of a lot of seasons are going on right now. Um, yeah, UCLA. There's one we're really paying attention to right now. Yeah, there's a hot streak going on. Five games. I haven't been this hyped for UCLA basketball in a long time. I would say since, what, 2016? 2016, 2000, yeah. Uh, the Lonzo Ball yeah. year. And even then, we were like, this is a fluke. This is a... So it felt... We were like, let's just enjoy this ride while we can because we know it's going to come crashing down once, you know, these three players declare. And at that time, we thought it was... Yeah. We thought it was just going to be Leaf and Ball, but then we had the surprise of... Uh, I can never say his name, but, you know... Who? Oh, uh, Anigboga? Yeah, Anigboga. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the past is the past. So, right now, though, yeah, Mick has us rolling in a very, very, very positive way. Uh, we talked about this before the mountain uh, road trip, and, you know, we were sort of tempering expectations, you know, split might be, would be a good result, you know, don't be surprised if we get some you know, hit hit a roadblock here. But my God, this team is incredible how different it is from when it was earlier this season. Like they walked in to Utah, which is, you know, Utah's not a great team, but they're very good at home. You know, took that team and then they went into Colorado, which was an incredibly hostile environment, ranked team, and at altitude, and clawed back by, I think they were down like 12 or 14 at one yeah. point. and then they were down by and, 9, and, and then after that, they went on that run to tie it. And then, then they took off from there. It's incredible how this team just doesn't fold. I, I mean, I would say in past years, even that Lonzo Ball year, like, we could never, I feel like, really, really... Uh, confidently say like you know we will be able to dig our way into a game or you know defensively like hold teams off but this team and the mindset and the toughness of this team is like night and day from what it was in the first half of even Pac-12 play yeah I think I mean there was one podcast that we had uh, a few episodes back where I was speaking about the Washington State game and this is the first one we were on the road, and I was just talking about the entitlement, and that it just felt like uh, with the team that, in the sense of just when they went up, then they were like, "Okay, we got this," and they let off the gas. Where now it just seems like the difference is, like you said, is, is night and day. Not even just playing Washington, because uh, we haven't spoken since uh, Washington, Washington State. But when they played Utah, they had control. And then Utah went on some runs, but they were fake runs, which, you know, is a basketball term for runs that don't really amount to just getting the league. But they're like <laughs> like six to seven, you know, points, and it feels like there's some momentum, but the defense locks down. And we and we took care of business. It was – it's such – like you said, I, it's amazing to see what Mick has done, who I have now crowned as Mick Daddy. He is now McDaddy moving forward. <laughs> I will forever now love be it. calling him Mc... I love <laughs> Coach it. McDaddy. Um, so, 
yeah, I, 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 and I'm just speaking from an emotional standpoint and the flow of the game, but it, it, it is amazing to see. I, I think we all didn't see this turnaround coming this fast after the beginning of the season, but the team now, oh no, definitely the team not. now looks like how we expected them to be if he maximized out the talent in the first season. It is now where I think we, all of us expected this team. We saw glimpses of this, I think, in the first half of the season, but it was never sustained. Um, and now we're like, uh, we're putting it all together and, and making this a sustainable model for winning. I mean, the offense has been, you know, a lot more efficient. We're taking better shots, we're moving the ball. And then, you know, defense has been incredible. Uh, both of those sort of have been spurred by recently Tiger Campbell. Like he in the Colorado game, he was like the only one of the only guards that could really stay in front of McKinley Wright and, you know, really bothered him throughout the game. And then offensively, like he was the engine of that team. He's He's been so much more aggressive attacking the hoop. He's been, you know, distributing the ball incredibly well. He's even been rebounding, which seems crazy for the smallest guy on the on the court, but his his kind of reemergence has been you know huge factor to this team um playing as well as it has and then on top of that i think cody riley deserves more props um and i think i tweeted this out but mick cronin has an interesting dynamic now between riley and hill to where Riley seems to be just really, really energetic on offense, and he's been such a spark there. Not to say Hill hasn't been bad, has been bad on offense or anything, but Hill really brings the defense to the paint. I feel like when when he's in the game, our defense is that much better. But especially in the second half of the game, Riley has been going off. Like, he's looked incredible. He has a nice touch around so, the rim. That I mean, we all, again, this is stuff that we saw sparks of, but to see the consistency of, like, him, the confidence is such, so there for both of these players. Yeah, it's been it's been three games in a row now where, where you know, Riley, you know, before I would say, have said, oh, this is just sort of a flash in the pan, but, you know, three games is a decent uh, data set at this point to show that, you know, he's, he can score now and he can play up to a little bit more to his potential now. Cause he, you know, he was a four-star guy coming out of high school. He's big, he's fairly athletic. Um, and so he should be able to bully some guys down there. Now he's finally putting it together, putting, you know, some pride almost, if you will, into his kind of play and it's, you know, producing great results. Um, but, but, Mick is now has this kind of interesting balance of, you know, when he needs offense or defense, who's he going to play? Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how he balances that out. Yeah, I think there's also, I mean, shout out also, we don't want to, you know, be remiss of, Riley has also been great on help defense of in the Colorado game. Remember he had that nasty block against, I think it was yep. against McKinley when Singleton got beat. And it it just, like, that is the type of stuff <clears throat> When you see players who aren't traditionally known for that role are stepping up and they have the confidence to be active and see how it alters the game, it just goes a long way, long, like a huge way for the team. And, and it opens up opportunities for our guys to have second chance points. 
um, and or just baskets that were not easy at the beginning of the season. It's it's funny. You so you're speaking about Tiger Campbell, and a lot of us were excited for Tiger coming into the season. <clears throat> Tiger, we heard in practice, had zero turnovers, like just you know rave reviews. And so when he came in, you know he he had a few flashes again, but now we're seeing the consistency, and he's the guard that we expected in the sense of he's more of a game manager, but now he's also stepping into this role where he's picking his pockets and he's able to score with confidence. He's not passing up, you know, shots where he's like, okay, actually this is for me, you know, and it's like this light turns on and a switch and it becomes reflex now. Like when he went off a pick and he came to the left, went around the elbow, and he just saw that, he was like, I have an open layup, you know, and he just drove in and slid in for open layup. It's like that is a type of, confidence that comes in later in the season after Tiger has seen that he has his teammates, he trusts them, you know, he had 11 assists, and you just saw the way he moved the ball. Like, it, again, it's it's the game's so different when he's on the court, and that's not to take away from Chris Smith when he's taking those duties over, but uh, who's, I mean, Chris did, Smith didn't have the most flashy game versus Colorado, but uh, between the two, like Tiger has been, he's starting to step up into his role. Chris is starting to step up into the players. Like every single player you think about, I'm, they're literally becoming the player that we knew they could be. And that's is just an example of what happens when you have coaching at its maximum. Like these are, this is like the complete opposite of what we see in Alfred. Like this team, again, on paper. As people would say, the pundits is not as talented as some of the teams that Alfred had, <clears throat> but Mick is right. doing a hell of a job. And as you said, you know, this week or on Saturday, he definitely does deserve Coach of the Year consideration. And if he finishes out the season on like on a winning streak, then he should definitely be like right there along with Baylor's coach um, and and some of the others. Yeah, I mean, he's doing a lot with less right now for UCLA standards. And so the fact that we're, you know, a half game or a game, whatever it is right now, behind ASU um, with a big matchup coming in uh, on Thursday at home is a testament to how far this team has come. Because if you had told me that, again, a month ago even, I would have laughed at you. Like, <laughs> I would have said, you're crazy. And now the fact that we're sitting there, we have a game against ASU for first and then a game against Arizona, which is always a big game. Um, to, and then going into USC, like the fact that we are in position to win the Pac-12 right now is insane. Did you uh, see Did you see a tweet um, about Mick Cronin, what he said uh, today? Uh, he said something about like how this is exactly where we want it to be. Or he something. said, I, I, "I'm read in sarcasm, but he says coming on to coming home to a far, first place showdown against Arizona State on Thursday. He says it's great. Obviously, we all saw this coming five weeks ago, and I <laughs> I didn't know if he put some humor to it or if he was genuine about it. But I love either way, like <laughs> just the fact that that comic either way is yeah. funny." Um, so yeah, it speaks to what you said. It, I think it falls in line with most of you know the Bruin faithful, uh, and 
Well, we can sneak into the tournament uh, right now if we win our next three games and win a couple of games in the Pac-12 tournament. I know. Lunardi has like us in the first, first four out, so that's a great spot for Lunardi's you know, predictions. <laughs> yeah, he's a hack. <laughs> so <laughs> if that says something. I mean, if I'm in the first four out for Lunardi as a UCLA team who's uh, generally been you know underrated by his me- metrics, then we're in a good spot. I would say so to make the tournament. Yeah, I mean, we still we got to win these two games upcoming. I mean, this isn't going to be an easy task. ASU's hot. They are. I mean, if there's another team that's as hot as UCLA right now, it is ASU. And I would say that they're only not getting as much love as we are just because they're not a blue blood. But they are rolling. They're the, only, they're the last team that beat us six games ago. So. Yeah. And I will say that last loss we had against them, we didn't have uh, Jalen Hill. So it will be interesting to see how we fare against them now that we kind of are back to full strength in that regard. Because, um, again, that defense, you know, ASU shot lights out against us from three. And before that, they were not a good three-point shooting team. And I think McCronin had the right idea, basically, to sag off of the three-point shooters um, against ASU and let them try to uh, drive against us and and kind of fall into the teeth of the defense. It just didn't really work because we didn't, you know, we we weren't full strength. So we had Riley. This is before his kind of renaissance. And those guys hit big shots after big shot after big shot from three. And so now it'll be interesting to see if we can actually buckle down on defense against them like we have against almost everybody else at this point with Hill back. Um, I yeah, and, I think and it'll we'll still look like a different. We'll be game. at home, um, which is going to help our players. Uh, hopefully, I hope our fans show yeah, up. Yeah, what what are we at? We still have three thousand that we you know tickets we need to sell out of our thirteen thousand capacity. So hopefully it's down to two thousand today, um, and we were able to get uh, our fans out there. And I agree. I think uh, Mick has learned not only from that game, but from three-point shooting teams like Colorado. And the way we were able to hold them, uh, to limit them when they were, like, super hot against USC and the other teams before before us, uh, Mick is – I think Mick is prepared. He's, look, he's, like, feasting on this moment. You get to see, like – Okay, as he said uh, last week, every game's a tournament game now moving forward, so the pressure's not changing, um, you know. And if we're able, I think, if we're able to to finish and have a, a great start against ASU and and defend the perimeter, I, I think the game is very much ours in our favor uh, moving forward and control tempo, obviously controlling tempo. I mean, these are obvious things you need to win a game, but... They weren't. They got away from us in the ASU game. Um, obviously, after after right. my tweet about the first half, so, you better not text me. <laughs> I'll. Uh, I don't want to refrain it. from it. I made. Uh, should I should I watch it. it? It's at 11 p.m. my time, or should I just just let it? Oh, it's at eight. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. What do you think? What's our juju saying? You can watch it. You can watch it. Just don't don't talk about okay. it. I'll watch in silence. Especially if we're doing well. Definitely don't talk about it. I'll watch in silence. But, yeah, it's a good one. It's going to be on the Pac-12. Um, 
and then it's at 11 p.m. Eastern. Eastern. 8, 8 p.m. Pacific. Um, then we have the big rivalry game against Arizona on Saturday. Are you going? At 7. I am going. I will probably also go to the end of Arizona State because I do have class. Um, so I'm hoping there's going to be a little bit of a game going on by the time I'm out. You can catch So that. if you see a man with a beard walking in late, just know that's the Bruin source. That's me. Walking, walking okay. Bruin source with no merch yet on his on his <laughs> on his shirt. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, so, uh, but I am I am going Saturday. I have tickets. I'm very excited. I, hopefully, we get to see another uh, W against the Wildcats. I don't like them, um, so you know all all is well right now. And with UCLA men's basketball, we're in good position. Um, we're fun to watch again, um, and we're putting on a good product on the floor. So it's, you know, regardless of how we end the season, even if we don't make the tournament, um, I I feel like we are, you know, I, I'm feeling very encouraged about the future of this team. Yeah, and it, I, I, like you said, it's just not enough, just as on top of the future is just the fact that this team has such a defensive identity that at the end of the day you feel like is more reliable. It just feels better. I mean, I know the Lonzo years, again, we were number two at one point, um, and we were ranked, you know, top 15 con- probably consistently. And then what did we, did we get a three seed? Before we played Cincinnati, three or four, I don't remember. I think I think we got a three, and we you know we played Cincinnati, and played Kentucky. Didn't look Didn't great. Look great, um, but I think with that, like we just knew it's hard when you have such a high powered, high octane offense, and you know that there's one team that can just come and knock you off. Versus us being that team that can knock off these high-powered offense. Like, I feel much more confident being on the other side. And I love that, you know, UCLA, just anything that has to do with toughness and, like, in our sports culture and UCLA can embody that, you know, given how people view Westwood as, like, this relaxed, very easy lifestyle. It makes – it just – it goes it, – it, it it brings joy to me. Like, I, I love that – that this is continuing. I, I I expect it to throughout mixed time here, which is only beginning. Oh yeah. We're, we're going to beat teams up as soon as he kind of gets this whole thing rolling. And I think we're seeing that now. And I think going into next year, um, you know, hopefully with most of these guys coming back, um, we're going to, we're going to see some, some tough games where we're going to just outplay and out, you know, hustle and muscle out the opponent. Um, and I think we're seeing it, you know, the the defense, obviously, but we're also seeing it on the offensive side now. Like, we're just, we're attacking it, we're playing more efficient, we're moving the ball. Um, and so, yeah, I'm excited that this is the identity that's being built here. And I think it'll be good for the program. My overall. one thing is that I want Singleton to move a lot more without the ball. I think he's still fi- figuring out his place. Um, that's my only criticism is just finding cuts for those players like Jules Bernard and those guys who are in the wings without the ball. Um, yeah. I mean, 
it's still not, you know, it's not a perfect offense yet, obviously. Uh, there's room for improvement, but I think we're, we're seeing it evolve. Um, and hopefully next season when we get some more, a little bit more offensive firepower, we can see what it, it, it can truly do. But, you know, the, the fact that we're just, we're not taking bad shots anymore. We're, we're, playing more inside out, trying to get the ball to our bigs. And then, you know, as they sag off or, you know, health comes over, we kick it back out and just little things like that, utilizing our strengths, like it's, it's making it so much more effective. Um, and it's, it's fun to watch. Uh, cool. Uh, on to the women's team, which stumbled a little bit last week. Um, you know, they beat Washington State and then stumbled against UW, which was a little bit of a bummer. Um, they fell down to eight now, I believe. So they were ranked seven. They fell down to eight. So, you know, they've been consistently sort of in that, you know, six to eight spot, still in the top ten. Um, Charisma Osborne, I will wanted to give a shout-out to, just as a freshman, has been outstanding. Uh, she's been playing incredibly well. So, I mean, the future of this team is great. I think, you know, this might not be the team that we were hoping would go all the way. You never know still. There's still a ton of talent. But I think that the future of this team with a lot of these players, we we can definitely bring a title or two home in the next five years. Agreed. I think all of us felt like what was happening this season was uh, – was arriving earlier than we thought. So we knew, I mean, when we lost, when we lost our players uh, last year, we were just like, okay, this is going to be a transition. Um, but we just, I mean, the talent, Japrice has been great this season. And obviously, uh, I mean, for her rookie, I mean, her rookie, her freshman year, she's just, she's shown that she's only going to get better. And I think with the leadership of, of those two, um, we're, we're going to, we're going to be all right. And we're gonna have these stumbles in this, yeah. you know, in these seasons like this. Like, yeah, it's frustrating losing to Washington. Washington is starting to become a new uh, nuisance for our UCLA sports in general, um, alluding to gymnastics loss. But um, that was Utah. No, we also lost to Washington a couple of weeks ago. No? Oh, right. Yeah, earlier this season. Yeah, you're right. So. Um, transitioning to that, that was an incredible meet. It was. Oh my gosh! It was. Where else do you do you hit one ninety eight over one ninety eight and you lose a meet? You know, it's it was just a testament to how good both teams are. Um, and again, this is a this is a UCLA kind of team that is going through a little bit of transition. Obviously, the new coach. So I, it's hard to blame anybody. Um, but that team performed its heart out and, you know, it's point zero five points. Like you can't do anything about that. So it's, it's a bummer. We didn't, I don't know if we fell in the rankings at all, or we might've swapped spots with Utah at, at the most. Uh, but, you know, this is still a very good team. We still have two Olympic gold medalists. I mean, Kyla Ross is, incredible she's gymnast of the week um, once again yeah and then we had um uh grace glenn gracie glenn i think is her name who who 
you know, had the, the 10 on the beam to start off. I mean, this team is, is, is set up to be very good for a very long time. So I'm not worried about it. And so we'll see what they do kind of going into the second half of the season and, and what they end up doing in the postseason. But that was just a, a crazy good showing of gymnastics either and way. we finished strong i mean utah went up uh i believe after the the first session from right or the, but we we finished strong and unfortunately there was just that 10 at the end that utah got on the beam and that just that put it away uh it, they were just excellent they showed up when they were supposed to but both teams are just outstanding and again we expect both of them to be in the championship on that day. Yeah, so we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens, but you know. Tough break, but incredible gymnastics. Um to the bat sports, uh, our baseball team is undefeated so far. We're seven and zero, I believe at this point. We're playing an exhibition game against the Japanese team tonight. Uh, I have I don't know what the score of that is right now but exhibition technically doesn't count um but again this team is is built you know very john savage like very good pitching and you know very disciplined defense uh we're getting some good offense out of um some guys matt mcclain who was originally a first round pick out of high school who opted to play college is stepping up to the plate and he's been hitting incredibly well. Um, and so that's good to see him kind of put his offensive game uh, on the right track. Um, but yeah, I mean, this team is rolling. I think we're ranked in the, what well, some of the rankings have us as one, I believe. I don't know what our kind of aggregate ranking is, but it's in the, one to three range, I believe, right now. So that that team's rolling. Um, women's softball. Did you catch any of that exhibition game against? Um, I saw some clips. The USA. Yeah, team USA. I saw some clips and it looked ridiculous. Maya Brady. She's good. She's she uh, she has that those Tom jeans. Yeah, yeah, it's that clutch. I mean, I I never thought I would be happy that something uh, something that Tom did. I mean, he'd even do it, but he's related to it. <laughs> <laughs> so somehow, thank you, Brady family, for letting uh, Maya sign with UCLA. Yeah. So I think they ended up losing that. It was the next. It was like eleven three, like nine to or two, nine, or nine, nine three. three. They were up to zero on the U.S. team for a little bit, though. Um, and, I mean, look, you're going against the best of the best. So uh, it was cool seeing kind of Rachel Garcia's softball worlds kind of collide um, for a game. But that team is uh, undefeated again, number one. Uh, 15 like and 0. Megan Ferrimo, 15 and 0. Megan Ferrimo has been incredible. Um you you mentioned Maya Brady. She's a freshman. She's been incredible. Like, this is another team that could go all the way, hundred um, percent. So just another thing to to watch out. Also, 
they play, I believe, number four Texas on Thursday before the basketball game. And if you have a basketball ticket, you have free admission. So I would highly suggest walking up to Easton before the game to check it out and watch the softball team play. Yeah, it's unfortunate they're so close to each other, but it, uh, I would definitely try to do both if you can. What time does that game start? Yeah, I think it's 6, and the basketball game is at 8. So I think you can catch both. Okay, so you wouldn't be leaving at the end, like of the, the around the 5th or 6th inning? Uh, I don't think so, but maybe. I, I guess it all depends on kind of how quickly the game's progressing, too. Zed, why don't you just skip class for today? Thought about it, but I can't. I can't. So I'll probably be like in the back watching it on my phone. In spirit. I'll be watching uh, from afar. Um, and then. Ho- hopefully, no Anderson professors listen to this. <laughs> uh, other thing is that so Oregon and UCLA softball teams are the last remaining. Um, teams in the country, so that's just something else to note. But again, we're ranked number one, where Oregon is number ten. Uh, so that just speaks yeah, to s- to our domination and what's understood, what's at hand when someone plays us. Oh, absolutely. Um, it'll be hopefully, hopefully they stay stay crushing it. I mean, they'll have some big games against Washington this season, uh, who's also a very good team. Uh, Arizona's usually good. I don't know how they're ranked, but they're usually kind of also considered a national powerhouse. I think they have the second most championships after us. So uh, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how we we fare going into these other uh, conference games in the next few weeks. But yeah, this seems this seems looking good. And I'm good. sure Oklahoma is licking their chops. They they want revenge. Yeah. So. We just they, we have a lot. Of t- we're on a lot of teams' uh, targets: Florida State, Oklahoma, Washington. They all want us. This this team isn't going to fear anyone. That's the best thing about it. This is, yeah, I guess, that it just, you, you can guarantee. I, it is. I was I was looking at like the record and just how we've been, and it just feels like a repeat season. Not again. We're not predicting that, but it ju- it like this team definitely has a capability, and if it does, it won't be that surprising. It it's just so so dominant, and how they've been so. They've already played, I believe, five ranked teams, and beaten them all. So it's not like they're playing cupcake teams and crushing through to get to fifteen and out. They've played some good competition and are beating good competition. Um, and you know, coach coach Inouye Perez always has this team ready. Like the mental fortitude is always there, and. You know, for them to come in losing their best player for the year, Rachel Garcia playing for Team USA. Did she play for the, um, the other day? Uh, I don't I was know if she played. I, she was there. I don't know if she played. Maybe she played a little bit. I, I didn't watch anything behind, besides the uh, highlights. I believe Lisa Fernandez threw the first pitch, another Bruin connection. Um so yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's a good question. I'm sure we can look up the stats. But either way, like this team again, like I don't worry about them falling apart. Yeah, I mean, again, 
Um, 31 out of 32 votes for number one. So that just speaks to dominance that the country understands at UCLA softball. It is, I think it's equivalent to like where I want to say, I was going to give a, um, a football analogy. I was going to say Clemson, but mm-hmm. cause I don't want to say Alabama just yet. Cause Alabama has been doing it for a decade, but it, yep. it, it is like if Clemson won the championship in the first few weeks, like Clemson being ranked number one, um, but also Clemson playing ranked really good teams and still beating them, so a little bit different. But but you can argue UCLA softball is the Alabama of the softball world, though, because we have the most championships than anybody else. Like we are consistently that like, is true. One of the best teams every single and year. we won. So 2013 before 2019 was when we won. Okay, yeah, fair enough. I was just thinking that we went a while before we – it's been a while since we won, so I wanted to give us a few years before we declared that type of dominance. But, no, you're right. And we we always yeah, been ranked I, high even since 2013. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the, the pedigree is there too. Like, you obviously have um, Rachel right now, but then you also have – People, you have Lisa Fernandez, who's often considered the greatest softball player of all time, and she won two championships at UCLA. So, like, we're and this was in the '90s, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. This, this, no, I this mean, history goes back real pretty long. Yeah, now. yeah. I mean, obviously, I think that UCLA. I mean, it's the number one program. So then, Clemson's not in college football. But I guess I was speaking to to the scale of. Or the timeline of the past few years, just because we finally won for well, finally for the first time in six years. But yeah, I, I guess it's fair enough to call us Alabama now. Alabama is the UCL is the UCLA of football, essentially. That's how we'll do that. Olympic sports, I really I haven't kept up with them to be honest. Right, I've recently I've seen tennis is doing well um, from afar. Uh, yeah, both tennis teams are playing solid tennis. Um, men's volleyball. Volleyball still ranked eight. I know they've been stumbling a little bit recently. Our, um, actually, the women's volleyball team is kicking ass. The uh, the beach That's the good. beach volleyball team specifically. Oh yeah, beach. Oh right, they opened up the new um, their new courts up at Sunset Rec. Mapes Mapes yeah. Beach. I'm That's looking at it right it. now. They are kicking uh, butt. I think they like dominated Stanford, which is nice to oh, say. Always nice to say. Uh, beat them five zero. Yeah. They and I think so, they beat yeah. Hawaii. Is they beat a few teams. They're just just killing it. They beat. You think we can three-peat? Maybe. Actually, I didn't even know this, but That'd we lost cool. to LSU. I said all that just to see that we lost. Today? No, this is two days ago. Oh, well. Yeah, didn't realize uh, that. Well, we, don't, we haven't been kicking that much. I mean, we're still kicking butt, but not as much as I thought. <laughs> uh, they'll be fine. That team's always incredible. True. <clears throat> they have a tournament usually uh, down in Hermosa that. I've been wanting to go check out. It's supposed to be a lot of fun, but they play some big teams and 
should be a good time. Should be. All right, and then also um, college football spring game. Or, well, oh yeah, no, the, the bastard stepchild. No, um, yeah, there is no spring game because, like you said, this is how we uh, treat college football. And uh, practice spring showcase spring showcase or last last practice or whatever they want to call it. Practice number fifteen. Um, so practice starts next week. Uh, it's gonna go out. Like they're gonna do the same thing. They have finals, get two weeks off, and then um, and then they'll resume going to April. I believe April eighteenth is the last day. Uh, the practice number fifteen. I don't know if they're gonna do a showcase, uh, but yeah, that's that. That's all I gotta say about that. Uh, gonna gonna crawl back to my dark place. Yeah, I mean, I guess the bright side there should be. We're gonna give credit. So UCLA has been offering a lot more players at this uh, at this time than they did over the past two years in the, in the Chip Kelly era. So that's a good thing. Um, but again, it's not nothing's gonna change. Like at this point, we need wins, and until then. Everything is just it's canon, and we just yeah, need to we'll see. small filler. We're offering more people, so that's good. Yeah, we had a little bit. I won't show. go too much into it, but we, you know, our players seem to be having their ventures or their ups and downs um, through midterm season, as I I think. <laughs> um, so just natural stuff. College students being college students. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll Real see. quick, I actually, I was going to stay away from it, but I'm going to do it. So Chip, Chip Kelly's not Lil Wayne. I've decided that. I've sat on this for two weeks. He is the Eminem of college football. He's the Eminem. Oh, God. He's the Eminem. Oh, God. Eminem rap. Oh, here we go. Eminem here we go. Eminem raps fast. He had a great, you know, first three albums. And then after that, you know, Hey, we could say four because we'll add eight mile in there. You know, Chip Kelly had a great four years. His team went fast. It makes sense. It was innovative. It was fresh. And then next thing you know, you know, everybody, you know, they're like, just keep it going. And, and it just wore down. The innovator, it, it just wore down and people got tired of it. Uh, it didn't work in other areas. And but he still has this, you know. I guess Eminem still has a hardcore fit. I, I'm gonna work on a, another rapper, but that's that's my saying. Now it just feels tired. Yeah, you haven't beat you haven't beat Lil Wayne yet, man. He's Lil Wayne. He's hiding in that <laughs> suit. Uh, yeah. And Eminem has a beard now, so a little different. Yeah, but I think he they're performed they're just as stubborn. I think what? they're just as stubborn, and today like. So that may be it, but I don't know. I think it's a little Wayne hiding in there. Hiding. Have you ever seen them two in the same room together? That's before? true. Chip Kelly and Little Wayne doesn't exist. Does Little Wayne have a rap line about Chip Kelly? He has so many sports lines, but it's weird if he doesn't. I'm gonna Google this right now. Chip Kelly, Little Wayne. I don't know what's gonna come pop up. <laughs> This is where our, our episode veers off and everybody signs off. <laughs> so, so the first thing that pops up is actually our podcast <laughs> episode, which is great SEO for anybody searching. This is great. 
No, we got nothing. I got nothing. All right. Anyways, I think we're going to call it, and we will hopefully see you after a couple of Bruin victories um, in basketball this week. Yeah. And with that said, follow us on Twitter, uh, and go Bruins. Go Bruins.